Today we're talking shoulders. We're talking about how to train shoulders, how you may be overtraining shoulders, and while training shoulders, what exercises you should be doing in order to hit the shoulders more effectively. Welcome everyone. It is the Fitness Crew Podcast, and today we're talking about shoulders, baby. You know, shoulders are one of those things since the beginning of time that we just wanted to do, right? A man saw a big rock, men pick up big rock. Press big rock overhead. Oh, that's just ancestral. That is just like caveman-esque. And it makes sense. We want to press things over our head. We want to hold our hands over our head as a symbol of dominance. And how strong you can press these things overhead is very important to your body's structure. However, I feel like you can definitely do it way too much, way too much overhead, way too much pushing, not enough pulling those shoulders back, pulling those shoulders down. And that's really what I want to dive into today. Um, Been doing a lot of work on the shoulders, guys. And you know what? I'm not saying that pressing is not an effective movement. It is clear that those who press heavier are typically built like oxes, fucking oxes, built strong. And those who press a lot are typically very athletic. Not always. But the frequency of training shoulders, especially in the overhead position, is not safe, let's say. It's just not smart overloading the frequency of days that you train overhead, meaning pushing the weight overhead, okay, guys, in a pressing motion overhead. And I feel like a lot of people are doing it too much or... If they are pressing overhead, they're not doing enough pulling to overcompensate the pressing. You see, not the pressing, the pressing. To overcompensate the pressing, the pressing, you have to do pulling. You have to pull shoulders back. You have to pull shoulders down. You have to let them stretch. You have to pull with your back muscles. You have to engage lower back muscles. Your lower back muscles, but also the mid-back, those lower portion of muscles in your mid-back, the lower lats, the lower trapezius, goes all the way back there, extends very large muscle. Everyone talks about the upper trapezius, those shrug muscles, but the lower trapezius is where the gains happen. That's where a lot of pulling will help. That's where a lot of yoga will help. Overhead squats, just holding your hands overhead is a great way to work those lower trapezius muscles. Build your core strength. Learn how to really brace your abs. When you go overhead and you want to do a full squat and you have weight in your hands or no weight in your hands, your body is forced to brace its core. Literally, to learn how to brace like you're taking a punch to the stomach or you're taking a bullet. You have to learn how to embrace the hit and tighten up 
upon impact or upon the squat. And that's a great way to engage the core, but also lower trapezius muscles. I feel like things like yoga and that, I feel like things that typically engage the lower trapezius also engage the core. You know, at the end of the day, mostly everything engages your core, or you can engage your core with every movement that you do. But the important thing here is using it more often, staying mobile, all right? Mobile, agile, hostile. Great movie, by the way. Yeah. So you have to stay mobile. You have to be able to move your body because what happens is 20, 30 years go by where you're neglecting those motions, you're neglecting those postures, you're not putting yourself into position to feel better with your shoulders overhead, pulled back, getting your shoulders pulled back, using your back muscles, using your backside in order to lift more overhead. Then there's walkers for that, there's wheelchairs for that, there's hospitals for that. And, you know, you can spend 60 years of your life having fun, doing all the adult things, raising a family, going out, partying, and neglecting those back problems or those lack of shoulder mobility problems. It'll just catch up to you, but it'll be too late by the time you're 60, or you just don't have the knowledge in order to correct it. So you just said, screw it, I'm here, I'm here where I am. And then from there, the deterioration happens for years. 30 years, 40 years of lack of mobility, but your body can only take on so much. I'm telling you, when I'm, when I'm in my 80s, if I'm blessed to live that long, I'm going to be mobile, baby. I'm going to be throwing the ball at 80. I'm going to be lifting weights at 80. Be golfing, oh yeah, hiking, because that's the goal. But in order to get there, you gotta have the daily discipline. You gotta have the consistency. Now let me get into really what I'm talking about, and that, or another topic I should say, and that has to deal with your risk of energy, uh, risk of injury, training shoulders. <laughs> All right, after a brief intermission, we're back. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm, check it out. Create your own podcast. Stop waiting. Make sure you check that out. And as well, it's brought to you by the Fitness Crew, baby. The Fitness Crew is on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You know, check me out. Check me out. Um, Check me out, man. Yeah, doing these things. I'm getting these lower trapezius muscles activated in the glutes. You know, what's funny about the glutes. When you get lower back pain, it's usually a glute thing. And I slammed my glutes, you know what I'm saying? Slammed them on the uh, Smith machine hip bridges. I don't usually use the Smith machine, but I've been crushing that thing. When you know how to use it right, all right? Just just don't uh, squat in my curl rack, okay? Don't squat. But typically, the lower back thing has to deal with glutes, has to deal with 
um, lack of activation of the glutes. But that's another story, man. We're talking shoulders, and we're talking the risk of injury with shoulders in the overhead pressing or pressing motion in general. So I'm going to draw a comparison between the front raise and the lateral raise. So the front raise is bringing the dumbbells or bringing your hands straight out to you, palms down or thumbs up or however you want to raise the weight. You can even do palms up and supinate the grip. But it's bringing the weight out in front of you, and I'm doing it as I speak. And that's a front raise. And if you hold your arm, do as, do as I speak here. Raise your arm up until about shoulder level, palm down. And then try to turn your thumb down, pinky up, and you'll see what muscle activates in your shoulder. That's the anterior deltoid. The anterior deltoid. Now, we want to get those posterior deltoids. We want to get the rear deltoids activated, okay? It's part of your shoulder. And a lot of us neglect those rear deltoids. I have in the past. But you know what feels really good? Just raising that shoulder out in front of you and rotating it with the thumb down and working your mobility, working your range. And this is how you strengthen this muscle better than those front raises. I'm telling you, telling you, you work that, you keep working the mobility, the rotation from palm down to thumb down, palm down, thumb down, pinky up, rotating with the elbow braced and your arms straight out in front of you. Work that mobility. But I feel a lot of people are, aren't even doing lateral raises correctly. You want to hold the weight in front of you. Start light, of course. Start with no weight. And typically, I'll take two dumbbells and raise. Elbows slightly bent and raise, kind of almost pulling back. And it's okay if you're pulling back and using your back on shoulder day. You don't got to worry so much about using your back on shoulder day or overtraining your back. The key muscles here that are raising are the shoulders, the sides of your shoulders. All right? So the sides of your shoulders right there. That's what we're activating. That's where you get that bolder shoulder look. But in order to do that, those muscles need support from the rear deltoid the posterior deltoid. They need support from these muscles, so you're going to pull back with those and pull while you press out with your shoulders. And the weight is coming out to your side rather than in front of you. And this has proven seriously effective for me. And then the next step that you do when you press is take very light dumbbells or no weight at all, lay on an incline bench, and prone press. I wish I had a video demonstration, but it's a podcast. So you're going to have to visualize it with me. I'm going to post this. I did post this on my Instagram recently, the dumbbell prone press, laying on your stomach on a low incline, grabbing two-pound dumb, dumb, uh, dumbbells, literally. I'll take five-pound dumb, dumbbells. It doesn't matter. Holding something in your hand, right? And pressing out through gravity, pressing out without the arms sinking, keeping those shoulders stabilized. You'll realize you're activating the rear muscles, the, the back muscles, the lower trapezius, all the way down to your mid-back. And it's a really unique feeling. As you do it, you embrace your core. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because without the lack of proper activation of these muscles, you're at serious risk for front raise injury and overhead press injury, along with bench press injury. 
you could easily hurt your shoulders with bench press without lack of proper stability with your rear deltoids, your lower trapezius muscles, the posterior, the, your posterior, your backside. That includes glutes. That includes lower back. That includes hammies. That includes calves. It includes everything, but today we're talking the upper portion of the body. But I'm not just saying this is important. I'm saying literally posterior over front, posterior over anterior all day. Focus on that. Focus on pulling yourself back, keeping your head held high, keeping your shoulders back, breathing deeply, speaking to others deeply, bringing it, right? Bringing it, not sounding like you're gasping for air or freaking talking through a, like a ventilator. You got to bring it, right? And some days on the show, my voice will be deep and clear and powerful, similar, similar to what it is right now, right? Deep, clear. Some days I'll be a little more gentle, but that's just either A, me, or B, the topic that I'm speaking about, right? But with this, get back on track here, the shoulders, you have to know what the fuck you're doing or else you could screw your shit up for the rest of your life. Get the 60, having a good time, going out partying, and family, and all of a sudden, bam! You just completely sprain your AC joint in your shoulders. Then you're out of commission. You don't know how to rehab it. You do the physical therapy, but then you just don't understand why that's important because they don't teach you that. They're just there to collect their check. But if you learned how to move your body and stay mobile, then you wouldn't have this issue. You wouldn't have an issue with your shoulder. And I'll tell you what, a lot of my buddies I played football with have this injury. The AC joint, screwing that up is not just like, oh, it'll heal and it'll get better. It's like, have fun dealing with this for a very long time. And in order to get rid of it, you need to be so damn consistent with all of the things that I just talked about in the beginning of this podcast. You need to be so consistent because shoulder injuries are no joke. And lack of shoulder mobility, let's face it, it's like embarrassing. Not being able to put your hands over your head or have your elbows to your ears, that's embarrassing. Showing your limit to the human body. You should be able to have that range. You should be able to do these things. So practice, of course. Don't take that personally, but you know what I mean, right? You ever see someone who, you know, maybe you're struggling to, you know, I see old people at the supermarket and they're struggling to grab the can of beans, right? You got that for me? Like, yeah, of course. I look down, I'm like, man, I do not want to end up like that in a wheelchair going around Whole Foods. That shit's not going to happen. I ain't having that, right? You ever see that? Like exactly what will happen, and it's kind of almost embarrassing. Or like, you know, some people, you know, obviously some people don't care. Some people don't care, but some people it tears apart. Some people it just eats to their insides. And the only thing is like the lack of knowledge behind good posture, and the lack of knowledge behind working those posterior muscles over the anterior, uh, preventing injury, doing yoga, doing mobility, taking it easy, breathing deeply, doing meditation. Shoot, I'll do meditation on the uh, on the subway. I'll do meditation on the subway, right? I'll take the thing into work. I used to put my headphones in and do the app or whatever. It was kind of weird. So I just keep my headphones in until I get to work. Um, and then I'll just sit back and just close my eyes and breathe deep breaths in through the nose, deep breaths out through the mouth, 
and just chill in the subway and be quiet. I don't say anything. Every stop, I might take a peek around. You know, I think there's seven or eight stops to, you know, when I get to work. And uh, I'll peek around. I'll take a peek around, you know. Some stops I'm good. Some stops I keep my eyes closed throughout the whole thing and let the whole relaxation set in. And I get to work. I've already had 30, 40 ounces of water by this point because that's the first thing I do when I wake up. And lately I've been getting that green tea, straight green tea. And guys, you're doing it wrong with the honey. You're doing it wrong with all that. Just drink the green tea straight up. Hot water, tea. That's it. You're doing it wrong with the honey and the stevias and all this shit. Doing it wrong with that. Taste it how it's naturally meant to be. Taste it like that, you know? And here I am, the guy who adds sweet potato, uh, peanut butter to his sweet potato, right? Don't, don't enjoy that tea the way you want to. And I'm smothering freaking peanut butter all over my sweet potatoes, cutting them up, peaches, sweet potatoes, peanut butter. I'll add a little honey too. But it's organic. It's organic. It's wild. Honey's good for you this time of year too. Honey's really good. What I'm saying is first thing in the morning, it's like, eh, eh, honey, nah, maybe afternoon. Afternoon or at night, I might sprinkle some on my uh, sweet potato tonight with some, some grass-fed butter. That'd be real good. And now we just got sidetracked on the nutrition, baby, onto nutrition. But you know, everything's connected. You can see how easily it's connected talking about lifting weights we're talking about nutrition it's easily connected and it's not a matter of like is it hard to do we all know it's hard to do it's hard to do if it'd be easy to have a great postural posturally correct body with your shoulders back in position if it was easy to do that then everybody'd be looking like robots but the thing is you know it's up to you at the end of the day and how important that truly is to you yeah, at the end of the day, you're happy. Forget about it. If you're happy, it doesn't. That doesn't matter. But I'm happy when I know that I can last a lo- last longer than anyone else. When I put my body in the position to succeed day in day out, one day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time. That's that's what I'm thinking. That's my number one priority. Putting my body in position to see uh, succeed, making sure I bring the most performance out of each day. Some days I'm a little tired. It's human. It's normal. You learn from it, you adapt, you adjust, make the change, right? And then you go from there. So maybe you're listening to this and you're finding a new way to just train shoulders because you saw the title, right? Training shoulders. Maybe you're listening to this, you're like, damn, this is deep as hell. But listen to the beginning part of the podcast and get the, the fundamental moves down. Hear which muscles I'm working. Google it. You literally have Google at your fingertips. Type in Google rear back muscles. And then it'll probably show you a chart of all the names of the muscles I'm speaking of. Right? You know, I spoke about the the uh, lower trapezius, the mid mid trapezius, upper trapezius. I spoke about the deltoids, both front and rear. I spoke about, you know, we have your rhomboid. You have all these other things in your back. But it's mostly made up of those few things right there. But Google it. Google it because then you'll know exactly what you're doing. And a lot of times you just need to pull those elbows back, pull those shoulders back, pull those elbows back past your ribs, right? That's a good exercise. So you just take an elbow, one elbow at a time, make a fist, pull the elbow back down towards the lower mid back, mid lower back. 
boom, and just open up if you have to open the chest. And you can open the arm up too. You don't have to bend the elbow. You can pull those elbows back with open arm, open palm, open wrist. You can do that too, but just make sure that that's daily habit or else you have to suffer the consequences down the line. And, you know, we live a long life. Yes, you know, with technology nowadays, being able to keep people alive for longer. Yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean it'll be more enjoyable. It means maybe a lot of hospital bills, means maybe a lot of insurance claims, and a lot of shit you don't have to deal with, but that doesn't make it more enjoyable because you're around for 30, 40 more years. You want to be vibrant. You want to be youthful. You want to enjoy your life. You want to enjoy these things, right? Of course you do. You're human. We're here for a limited amount of time. We got to extend that. We got to buy time, right? And that's what's so important. You hear on every podcast, make sure, no matter if we're talking shoulders, food, nutrition, yoga, whatever we're talking, right? Making gains, making sick-ass gains. It all comes down to that. It all comes down to the human factor. It all comes down to life and how hard you're willing to go to get those results. See, your body is literally morphing with whatever the hell you choose to do throughout the day. If your choice of production throughout the day is going to work, walking, and then walking on the incline treadmill for 30, 40, heck, you can even go for 60 or 90 minutes at a fast pace, going hard. I mean, incline treadmill walker, world class, right? Your body will only adjust to being incline treadmill walker, world class. No ass, strong ass hamstrings, but straight as shit, big ass calves, and strong feet. No ass though. You're not going to have ass. Oh, what's going to happen? Lower back pain problems because you don't activate your glutes enough because all you do is walk in the treadmill. Your body is going to show you that, but if you neglect it, then it starts the process of deterioration. Deterioration. That's it. That's what happens if you neglect it. So with this, with lifting weights, why I love lifting weights so much, why I love being on a structured, progressing program is because you allow your body to morph into what the hell you want your body to look like. It's completely up to you. The only secret is I can't lift the weight for you. I can't go to the gym for you. I can't go intense for you. I can't do mobility or meditation or yoga for you. I can't do these things for you, right? It needs to be steady. But I can tell you one thing. Clint Eastwood, 85 years old, still making movies, still grinding hard, still working out, still doing yoga. His quote, consistency over intensity always. I love that guy for that. I truly do. Say, yeah, I work out four or five times a week, every single week. On days that I'm working, I'll make sure I work out before I work. On days that I don't, I'll wake up at like 9 or 10 and I may work out. I'm just going to have my coffee and write in my book and read my book. But throughout the week, I'm consistent and consistency beats intensity. Now you look at Clint Eastwood. You look at the way he's built. That's his body. That's what looks great, right? He's not a small guy. He's not a big guy either. Okay, he's probably strong, but he's very dense. All right, if you want big shoulders, you want to do that. You're going to have to do differently than one Clint Eastwood did. But he did it because that's the morph. That's how he wanted to morph and be as an actor. That's how he wanted to look. He didn't want to be any bigger. Didn't want to be any smaller. You know, he wanted to make sure he's in shape. Wanted to live for health. Wanted to be mobile. Wanted to be able to move. And that's great. You know what? If I get to be 85, I look like Clint Eastwood. Shit, sign me up. Right? 
lose all this muscle, I don't care. He can still move. He can still walk. He can still do those things. So make sure you're consistent over intense. You don't need to be a world-class incline treadmill walker. No, lift weights. Do hip bridges. Do glute bridges. Work your shoulders. Work the back of your shoulders. Pull a lot. Do a lot of pull-ups. Do core. Overhead squats. Mobility exercises. Foam rolling. Roll out your feet with a tennis ball. Pull your shoulders back every hour. Every chance you get. Do a squat. Do 10 squats. Do 20 squats. Get into a squat and sit in a squat as long as you can with your feet flat on the floor. Flat on the floor. Do these types of things daily. Then get involved with the habit of moving your body. And I don't want to say, I told you so. That's not my purpose of this. I don't want to make you feel bad like I know. But I just, you know, I know I'm going to have to say, I told you so. Which sucks. Which I don't want. I do this to help make the change. And help you make the change. And that's why we have the show. So get your ass moving. Get a little mobile. And you know what also, guys? It's, it's relaxing, too. It's relaxing, too. It really does calm you down a bit. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Fitness Crew Podcast. I thought this was really great. I thought this was a fire right here and all around good delivery, good approach. Hit me up in the DM to let me know how you like this podcast. Screenshot it. I'll shout you out and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.